Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and go to whatever podcast app you use and hit that subscribe button. If you like to watch your podcast, we have a YouTube channel as well. Go check us out there and leave some likes and some comments and get in on the conversation. While you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about Raised on the Radio. A little side note here for you musicians and artists out there. If you like the beats you hear on the show and need some inspiration or would like to get a hold of one of these beats, make sure to hit up our good friend Ace Ha at Ace Ha Beats on YouTube and at Ace Ha Beats on SoundCloud. Raised on the Radio has a brand new promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. In today's world, it is tough to navigate through the craziness that is the supplement industry. It's also easy to get caught up in the crazy labels and promotion instead of really knowing the ingredients in the products and the quality of the product. With True Nutrition, whatever you're looking for to satisfy your health and wellness needs, they have you covered. They even have a whole section of their site that is dedicated to vegan, paleo, keto, and dairy-free products. Just go to the newly revamped truenutrition.com, look at all of the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in ROTR in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. You won't regret it and you'll never have to question the quality of your supplements again. Raised on the Radio's listenership continues to grow with every episode. We are always looking for great sponsorship and collaboration opportunities. If you or anyone you know has a business they are trying to grow and want to jump on board with us, email us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com. We would love to connect. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out their email or on the social medias. You can reach us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com or on the Raised on the Radio's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok pages. We also have a website where you can find all of our content. Head on over to RaisedOnTheRadioSTL.com. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into this episode. Hey everybody, thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of this show. I am Colt Rocado, Patrick Blair in Zoomland as usual. I have a question to start this podcast off today. So um, first off, I have to say I did steal this idea, but I thought it was cool to bring to our podcast. Um, so I stole this from the Rizzuto show, but they want to know what would be your top five bands at a Brochella. Brochella. Okay. So bro, I mean, I top, basically top five bro bands you would put on a bill at Brochella. And you couldn't have asked me this earlier so i could prepare something let me think about i it. really thought you could come up with something real pretty quick i can't well what are yours um well my first question is is blink 182 considered bro would you consider him bro tom DeLonge's definitely has, bro <laughs> yeah as someone who has been to quite a few blink shows i mean i've seen some bros there i mean i'm a fucking bro yeah and i've seen them live so i mean <laughs> yeah i'm sure people i hmm Bro bands, bro bands. Bro number bands. number one band on a on a bro band set, I think, would have to be Limp Bizkit. Yeah, but I don't know if I would have them. I mean, they they could be, they could be, okay. they might be an honorable mention for me. <laughs> honorable they, they mention. Might be a, like, okay. A, you know, somebody doesn't show up, we're calling Limp Bizkit. 
Five Finger Death Punch has to be on there. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Puddle of Mud. Yeah, but who wants them on <laughs> No disrespect. No disrespect. What about Nickelback? It's a, it's a, yeah, I was thinking about that, but dude, again, as someone who has seen them live, there are a lot of chicks at their shows. I mean, there might be bros, but <laughs> but you do want chicks to come, so the bros come too. So yes, we got to put Nickelback. Uh huh. So Nickelback, Five Finger Death Punch. Can it? Does it have to be rock? I I don't I don't know. I mean, I guess whatever would be at Coachella, but it's Brochella, so it's a pretty wide variety. Yeah, but see, Coachella likes to be too cool for the room, though, and they like to like mix in like, you know. Kate Bush has come out of retirement to yeah. play with uh, <laughs> Rage Against the Machine. Isn't this fun? No, that's not fun at all. Uh, both inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We'll I've seen that, that yeah, for sure. Anyway, um, Rochella. Well, who did Rizzuto say? What did the show say? The show that you so stole this idea from? L- Limp Bizkit was their number one, which I, I, I agreed with. Um, I threw in Blink-182 on my own. They said Puddle of Mud. They, I think they said stained also. Yeah, but I'm not. I don't. I don't really remember the other the other couple. All right, here's gonna be mine. Okay, so five finger death punch for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna surprise you with one. If it's a brochella, meaning we want to attract the bros, you have to have Pantera. <laughs> okay. Now, I don't know if that's the right type of bros. Yeah, we didn't a, say what type. That, of yeah, that we're that might be to. a different bro. You might be right. But if Five Finger Death Punch is playing and Pantera are playing, you're you're there. Yeah, you know that's two of the same, two of the same bro crowds. That's true. Coming together as one and beating up people who they think are gay, right? <laughs> uh, so those two could could Avenged be considered bro? Yeah, you know what? Yes. But I don't know about any more. Okay. I think I think they've made it clear that like you guys kind of pigeonholed us uh-huh. when we were at our peak, and maybe you shouldn't have. But they could. They yeah. could. So Five Finger Death Punch, Pantera. I'm gonna put Nickelback on the bill because you want the females to come. Kid Rock. Yep. That's yeah. That's I pretty, would that's put pretty, Kid Rock. That's pretty I would put Limp Biscuit. Okay. Again, as someone who has seen Kid Rock live, yeah, lots of bros, <laughs> lots of bros. Is that four? Is that four? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So the last one. I want this one to be special. I have Ooh. I have one in my head. I got it. No, no, I got go it. I got it. Good. I got it. Three eleven. Yeah, that that that's a good one too. I was gonna say Smash Mouth. You would, but you're a Smash Mouth fan. You are too. When we went over you that, when we, went, when, we when we went over that record, <laughs> you were it's like, "Oh good. man, I forgot about this. I forgot about this." Yeah, you really forget about <laughs> them. So, uh, that would be a good one, uh, but I think three eleven, three eleven, or Sublime. Good one. Yep. Yeah. Well, now we've, we're at like eight. Now, yeah. So like, yeah, this is going to be. We it. have a better festival than they do. <laughs> or some other ones. So we said three eleven, Sublime. Nickelback. I mean, so we said Kid Rock. I mean, if you want to go like New Age, bro, you could put Jelly Roll. Fucking what? What's the dude's name that you like? The white rapper slash 
wannabe rock artist. What the fuck is that guy's name? Um, Who are you talking about? I've seen him live too. Uh, White rapper? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yellow Wolf? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's brotastic, right? Yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I mean, we have a pretty solid festival right now. I think we need to get on the horn here and call some promoters and get this moving. Yeah, we're going to need some money. Well, I don't have it. Do you? Nope. Well, that's where we investors come in and we uh-huh. go, hey, yeah. Kid Rock is a lock, right? Yeah. We're just going to say, hey, no Bud Light at the concert. Of course not. Show up. PBR at the concert. That would be awesome. You don't see PBR at music venues, do you? No, you know like where, commercial. You, you, you know where you, you see them. Bar. You know where you see them. Rodeos. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah, you know I'm right. <laughs> I've never been to a rodeo, so I wouldn't. Know. I haven't either, actually. So you don't even know. Is I'm, that the Zevia cream soda there? It is solid. I haven't had that in a while. Pretty good. This is the third oldest beer in uh, the United States. You know what the oldest beer is? Yingling. This mm-hmm. was established in 1844. I believe Yangling was 1836 or something like that. I don't a little know. bit before. I don't know. For a guy who doesn't think the beer is all that great, I you know when they were list. established? That's why I know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Oh, did you see? No, God, not to have this conversation again, but did you see that Bud Light put out, or Anheuser-Busch put out a statement? Or maybe I don't someone think... in marketing of Bud Light put out a statement being like, hey, it was one can for one person. It's not a marketing camp. Like we said mm-hmm. on our show, right. it's not a marketing campaign. This isn't like a nationwide thing. It was a one-time thing. Get over it, basically. So here's a question that I don't think I've asked. Uh, was this Anheuser's idea? Like with them sending her this can, did they say, hey, promote this on the socials? Or did she just do it thanking Anheuser-Busch and it became what it became? Again, I don't think they're stupid. I think they know if they're going to send a can with that, that person's face makes sense. Yeah. to them, they're going to promote the, the fact that it happened. Yeah. Now, maybe they were probably like, hey, she, she is so anti-Bud Light and anti-Bud Light culture that she doesn't, but there's no way. Look, I think it's a win for them either way. Yeah, you know what? I think we're idiots because so, I, if we think about what she was promoting in the video, wasn't she promoting something for Anheuser? Not just the beer, but she no, it was March Madness. So it had it was to, like a March Madness yeah, type right. thing. Yeah. So unless she was just like trying to knock out a few things at one, like a few different sponsor opportunity deals at one time. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's goofy. Know. It, at this point, it doesn't matter. Bud Light has has come back from it. It's going to be fine. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Yeah. But didn't Kid Rock just posted something on his new tour or there's not going to be Bud Light or something like that? I think but I did see something do, like that. I don't know if we've talked about this, but doesn't he do... He's He does like a really good thing, a really smart thing is on his tours, he gets a cut of the bar sales at the venues. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. We, 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 I know that he did do that. I don't know if he still does. I don't know why you would stop doing that. Yeah. Obviously, but. Yeah. 
Well, that's, I mean, I don't know. Me and you talked about that, and it's, of course, on a lot, a much smaller scale, but me and you talked about that a few weeks ago, talking about, uh, you know, playing shows locally in your area about, you know, yeah. do you, if you have a contract, can you put in the contract, I want, to, I want, you know, half of the bar or something like that, because you kind of have the argument that, well, I'm bringing the people in here that you're selling booze to. Easier said than done. Yeah. Yeah. There were a couple of venues in St. Louis that would do that for you. Way back in the day when I first started playing shows, there was a place called Baja Rock Club. It was on Main Street in St. Charles. So technically not St. Louis, but mm -hmm. yeah, if they would they would always have rock shows throughout the week, uh, you know, book bands, you bring your people, uh, sell tickets for this amount, we'll let you sell them. And then you could sell them for a specific amount if you also wanted a cut of the bar. Now, obviously, every band was like, well, I'm going to bring my friends who drink, so obviously we'll do that. That's a pretty sweet deal. I wonder what is in that where that place was now. I haven't been over there in <laughs> so long. Some really memorable shows there, believe it or not. So do you think if Kid Rock doesn't do Bud Light at his shows, like he has to... Again, he has to get rid of all Anheuser products, right? No, because he doesn't. He doesn't. He has not yet made that distinction because he's a dummy. Oh, okay. Wait, did he say fuck Anheuser Busch in his original video that we showed? Both. He said fuck okay. Bud Light and fuck Anheuser. Well, then no. Yeah, no Budweiser, no Bud Select. Yeah, no Bush. No. So so if he. Ta -ta? Uh, I don't think that is that an Anheuser product. I don't think so. I think it is. Really? I think so. Either way, what were you gonna say? Well, I'm I'm wondering if he does still have that kind of deal where he gets a portion of the sales of the of alcohol and stuff. Like, does that hurt his income on that on that aspect? Are people just gonna drink everything else, whatever other beer is? involved or he gets some other beer to sponsor it and they make it a huge deal that's one way to go which i could see that happening because yeah, it's like they have to it, coordinate that with all the venues they got to change the taps they got to do all this extra shit oh that's yeah that's a good point too i didn't think about that but but here's the thing if you're working with like say with like a place like the pageant the pageant has three beer taps yeah like if you want draft beer you have Bud Light, Budweiser, and I think Shock Top. Like, I don't think there there's not a bunch of tabs to choose from. It's like, order from one of these three, fucker. If not, I'm passing you by, and I'm going to keep going to the next person. Like, Right. Uh, so, I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't be that difficult. And, and if you think about the size of, like, but what if he's playing arenas? Like, those arena, are those arenas really going to accommodate that? I don't know how that, about like I don't know how that works. Like I was just at Bush Stadium, for instance. Let's say he plays the stadiums. I was just there yesterday. You're walking around. Think of all the concession stops you have mm -hmm. with the same taps. You mean to tell me that they're not going to run those or they're going to change those? Right. Yeah, right. Right. Now a place like the pageant, you have two bars to worry about. Okay. Perhaps for the night, for the evening, we could change that, but when you're talking about an arena or a, a, a stadium that has how many hundreds or thousands of concession stands right. that serve beer, 
And you're talking about taking all that, all those kegs off and then wherever you're going to get the new kegs from, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah. It seems like a a reach. It seems unlikely. Yeah. So basically what we're saying is Kid Rock, if you want to play Brochella, deal with it. We're serving Bud Light (laughs) because it's the easiest way to go. Yeah. So you really don't remember who they said. Limp Bizkit, three doors doors down. Oh, good one. That is a good one. No, the, the main ones I heard, like I said, was Limp Biscuit and Stained and Puddle of Mud. Trapped is a big about, bro band. Yeah, fuck that. Who wants Trapped at their show? What about... <laughs> we haven't thought of very many metal bands, though. Like, what about, like... Like I said, Pantera. I mean, you could name any number of, like, metal core bands or even, like speed metal or black metal bands that bring nothing but sweaty dudes to the shows. <laughs> I don't know if those dudes are bros though, necessarily. Who's considered speed metal? Speed metal would be like Slayer. Slayer's a good one. Slayer might be a bro band. I mean, Metallica technically speaking started as a speed metal band. And then what... Slayer, Anthrax, Metallica, Megadeth. What was the other... When you said black metal? Exodus. Who's that? Who's that? Black metal. Huh? Who's black metal? Like Venom and like all these like face painting bands. I dude, I don't know. You're asking me to get you're asking me to get into the weeds <laughs> about bands that I just don't I don't care to even Yeah. There's there's so many subgenres of metal too, which really ang- oh. And maybe we want to talk about something else, but uh we'll get there. So yeah, Brochella. I'm going to call it something other than Brochella, though. I don't like that. Okay. You have another thought in mind already? The bro down? The bro down. That, if that's the case, you have to do it where they do rodeos. Why, what's with you in the rodeos today? I don't understand. I don't know. I, I'm not really sure. You want to go to a rodeo. You've been thinking about this. I wouldn't mind going to a rodeo. I've never been to one. Why would you? Uh, to drink PBR and do they like, really serve PBR at dude? That's like literally like the number one. Why? I don't know. Doesn't it just seem like PB... a rodeo beer? No, PBR is based out of Milwaukee. So, how many rodeos they have in Milwaukee? I don't know. They also Aren't make Milwaukee's more... best, which is not the best. It's not. <laughs> it is not. It's... <laughs> We used to drink the shit out of that stuff. That's what because it was so cheap. Yeah, growing up, that's what my dad drank. Ooh. Yeah, it was cheap. Milwaukee's best light, Whew. or ice. Yeah. You think? What do you think the major difference is between any of those? Anything? How like, bad you what, smell? What What, what makes a beer ice? Because well, isn't they ice have... supposed to be a malt? Oh, is it? Is that okay? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay, so like Bud Ice is a malt? I'm pretty sure. I'm okay. pretty sure that's their version of a malt, which is not good. Not good. You don't like malt? And I like, I, I like malty beers. Like, I okay. love a Mickey's. Oh, yeah. We used to do work on Mickey's, but like... Say Heineken, Bud I'm a Ice, fan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. God, Mickey's. I want a Mickey's now. Mickey's makes me want to talk about the thing I want to talk about. You didn't see it, but so uh, Fat Mike from NoFX was on the Punk Rock NBA. Yeah. 
And he's actually been doing a really good job of getting some pretty good guests, kind of legendary, legendary guys or gals from the punk scene or metal scene or whatever. But so like, I didn't make it through the whole, the, the whole episode, like full disclosure. I'm not a big fan of fat Mike. Uh, no effects is fine for me. I, th- I feel like they're very important um, when it comes to the history of punk rock and the history of, you know, uh, crossing punk rock into, even though they were never like necessarily a mainstream band, but crossing punk rock into pop culture, I feel like they had something to do with that. But him as a dude, he's just such a pompous prick. Oh, really? And he was on the show. And I, I just, I sort of feel like, hey, man, can you just answer a question? Like, does everything have to be like, no, man, like, it's it's because I was thinking about this, man. Like, fuck you. Just answer a question. It reminded me of every guy that would be at a house party I went to or a party I went to when I was, like, t- 20. You know, I went to a lot of these, like, punk rock parties where every guy, like, you couldn't have a conversation with them because they were just too, they just knew more than you. And they just... They always had to have the edge on you somehow. I'm like, hey, man, I'm just trying to talk about fucking nachos. Like, can you just have a conversation? Like, that's what that conversation was, and it just frustrated me. I made it about 10, 15 minutes, and I was like, I can't. Every answer was a fucking sort of this pompous, condescending thing, and I'm just like, how have you not grown out of this, man? What are you, like, 60 now? You haven't grown out of this attitude yet, but hey, I mean – People grew to love him and that band because of that. It has all, I don't know how much of it it has to do with it, but it has something to do with it. You know, the one thing he talked about that I thought was cool is like he, he started this. And again, I don't know the, the real specifics because I didn't listen to the full episode and I didn't bother to look it up afterwards. Maybe we could do that now, but maybe it's not that important, but he did. He's uh, put together this punk rock museum, which I thought was cool. Like talking about the artists that don't get enough credit and sort of like an ode to punk rock. Well, I, I think it's great. I think that's awesome. So that's cool. But do you have to be such a dickhead when you talk about it? Can't you just be normal? Right. I, I don't. I've never understood that that mentality and that sort of like, you know, it made me think of a. <laughs> it made me think about a specific time when I was. I I played a show in Columbia, Missouri, not South Carolina or any of the other (laughs) states that have Columbia as a city. But I played a show in Columbia. And afterwards, we went to a house party. And the dude who was throwing the party offered to put us up, sleep on his floor, his couches, whatever. Fuck yeah. So, like, we go. And I remember I'm in the kitchen. And the TV's on with, like, music videos on. There's, like, music blaring. And uh, I don't remember who was on the TV, but this dude behind me said, like, oh, yeah, fuck that guy. He believes in da-da-da, politics-wise, right? And so I didn't know what he was talking about. So I was genuinely interested in knowing what specifically about that guy are you speaking of. So I turn around. And I go, hey, man, what did you say? Like, wh- when did you hear this? Like, what did he do? Like, what did he say? What, like, when did this happen? And he just goes, are you a libertarian? And I'm like, excuse me? Is you a libertarian? And I'm like, maybe. I, I, we're not talking about me. We're talking about the guy on the TV that you were just talking about. That's who I'm I'm not talking about me. right? I was so annoyed and I was just so angry. I was like, yeah, man, but can you answer my – and he just wouldn't – he wouldn't answer my question. 
and libertarians are the antithesis of of what's real in society and blah, 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 blah. He had all these fucking answers for everything. And he moved his hands like this. I was like, dude, I'm going to elbow you <laughs> in the throat. If you just don't answer my question, like, why can't we have a conversation? I know you think you're too cool for me. That's fine. But just answer my question. Like I would never treat another person like that. I'll never forget that moment because I was like, are you, he just goes, are you a libertarian? I'm like, is the guy that you're talking about one? Because I'm curious. I don't know. I don't know why you asked me that. that. Fuck me. That's just somebody that's, that's hoping to get into that conversation with someone. I guess. Uh, but, you know, five years down the line, I kind of was like, uh, you know, I kind of do identify as libertarian. I'll never say it, especially not <laughs> at a party. But I really just wanted to know what you said about I, I, I think it was like. It was like a dude who had like a really popular song in the early or uh, mid 2000s that was like on a song with maybe like Lil Wayne or something. I can't even remember who the guy's name, but uh, but this dude was just talking about him. I was genuinely curious because I didn't know much about the guy and I thought it was interesting. So I was like, hey, let me ask. Boy, did that fail. But his just his response to me was so bizarre. It's like, are you a libertarian? Sorry, man. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> so weird. But that's what that fight, that that Fat Mike interview just reminded me of. It's just like, I've encountered that quite a few times where it's just like, why did I bother? I'm sure you have too. Oh, yeah. What's, what's, so, but I feel like yours would be different than mine. So like, what's a, a, a situation where you find yourself like that? Well, I'll be honest with you. You are a, uh, you're a gentle soul when it comes to being around a band's and people in the music industry like you're you're very nice to people yeah like you never have your guard up you never like you're just genuinely interested in what's going on yeah so i can imagine you've bumped into someone who didn't really want to give you the time of day i mean you don't have to say who or you can i don't think i really have any like real examples of running into anybody mainly because the people that the people that I would have you that interaction with, you know, like, yeah, 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 it would be like local people, and I've never had that. So you've never gone up to a stranger and tried to. That ain't me, bro. No, yeah, okay. <laughs> and I know I mean, it's. I'm not I really also like, know I'm it's not, not like, you for the me, most part like either. either. Yeah, I just yeah. thought I'm at a house party. Right, you're five feet away from me. Right. Let me just go ahead and ask, but. But see, the thing is, is I... you, you explaining that scenario, you stayed in that scenario longer than I would have. Like as soon as he would, if he would have said, "Are you a libertarian?" I'd have been like, uh, "I'm out." I would have just turned around, and walked away. I'm like, "I'm not." What's the point in this conversation? <laughs> I wanted to fight my way through it, but I didn't know how. I was just like, <laughs> "You almost had I'm to so fight con- your way through it." <laughs> I'm so confused. Like, I don't. I, but I. But here's the thing. Like, if the dude he was talking about was one, I didn't know that, so I had no idea how to support that question with a real answer, other than like, "Huh?" Right. You know, like what? Again, like you're, well, if you don't talk to strangers and that's good. <laughs> that's good. But, but being around bands, you know, I'm sure there's been a band that's treated you kind of shitty. Um. Well, you talked about that trap show. You didn't say they were the most inviting group of fellas, right? Uh, the the you... majority of the band was good. It was just the lead singer. The singer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was odd. But, uh. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, you've, you've been around a lot more, uh, you know, a lot more bands and musicians and stuff. And, it, and it's funny too, because well, me and you are texting back and forth quite a bit. Every once in a while, you're just like, I hate band dudes. I hate band dudes. <laughs> like it's a thing. And at first I had no idea what you were talking about. I didn't really get it. And it's okay for me to say that because I hate myself. And exactly. Cause you're, so, yeah. If you weren't a band yeah. dude, you couldn't do that. But no, but yeah, like I, being, I, yeah. I, I, I didn't understand it in the beginning, but after time and time and time again, where you've told so me which, that which I've been able situation to put, made you understand it. Dude, there's been so many, like literally how many times do you think you've texted, texted me that? I haven't given you that many. You've given me a lot. I'll be honest. The most recent one that we texted about off the show put me over the edge. We're being very. That put me over the edge just because it was. That went beyond sort of stupid petty band guy bullshit, and it was about something real, that. That uh, that I was going through and experienced, and you know, I I just I don't, and that was sort of the whole reason that I brought it up on the show. Not trying to get into too many details. It's like I don't like mixing. Uh, I try. Anyway, not to mix my personal life in with the music too much. You know, I don't like to be, I don't, I'm not, I'm not an open book. Right. Uh, with the music, like some people are, um, which is fine. Uh, well, well I mean, I mean, I mean, that, I mean, you kind of, well, I mean, you talk about family or like, you know, you made a song for your son and stuff like that. So, I mean, in a way you're mixing family in, but I know what you're saying. Like, you're not revealing like personal stuff or anything like that through your yeah but that wasn't music. that wasn't me taking advantage of anything well no that was just me no, writing, no. that was just yeah. me writing a song yeah 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 you know that there 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 was no that was a very sort of linear uh i took a linear path to the subject matter for the song and getting the song out it was very clear what was happening with that right um there was no extra or added motivation or added incentive or anything that happened in life other than I now have a child. I now have a son. I got to write a song about him. That's right. it. You know, which is a very common thing. So, but yeah, that, that whole, that whole situation really just, uh, you know, I, I'm still, I'm still, still angry about it, but anyway, we're not gonna say who it is, so we literally just. Change but you're the you're subject. you're not involved in the situation anymore, though, right? Like it's pretty much. I have no idea. Oh, okay. I have no idea. Okay. I don't want to be. I like gotcha. I'm still waiting for the moment to be like, nah. I'm good. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever. I I don't honestly. If I make a prediction, I'm gonna say no. I'll never have that chance because I really don't think it's gonna happen. Gotcha. Just my prediction, but we'll see. Yeah. But no, I love band dudes. <laughs> I'm, now I'm trying to like replay in my head like when I've said that to you. I would have to go through back through text. Not but only it, when, happened. but why? Why did I say it to you? Right? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. We all suck. We really do. We really do all suck. Band guys, that is. Well, did I ever tell you about so? This I will talk about because I don't fucking give a shit. So. I get it. I get a text message from a former bandmate, and it's a screenshot 
of something that happened on Facebook. So I guess there's this uh, Facebook group um, called STL Punk Legacy. Did I send this to you? Did I clue you in on this? I don't think so. No? I need a beer for this conversation. Okay. So, like... Uh, there's this Facebook group and, 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 you know, STL Punk was one of these websites, uh, STL Punk. And I think I even shared a screenshot with you. Uh, and I've told you about it a little bit before, right? I've, yeah, I've, we've had the conversation. So like one of these websites, like is very, very good for St. Louis fans. And if you were, you know, sort of at the top of the list for them, you got a lot of attention. And I meant you were doing really well in St. Louis. So there's this Facebook group they've started where like they just kind of bring up old memories. But so somebody wanted to throw together an STL Punk Legacy show. And the screenshot I got was from was a, it was a screenshot of a former member of one of the bands I was in basically volunteering us for that show. This is a member who got kicked out long before the band ever broke up. That's not a good look. Weird. Five minutes after I get these screenshots, I get a text message from this person basically being like, Hey, we're doing this reunion. I have replacements. You can do it if you want that type of thing. And I was like, what? And again, I, I, like this, the visceral sort of split second reaction I had to it. I was like this motherfucker, but then I'm in bed my wife is next to me. My kid is snoring in the other room. I'm like, I don't care about this. Right. Like, I had to, like, bring myself back to reality. I was like, I don't care about this right. at all. And I, I I said something to my wife who was, like, half asleep. She's like, they can't do that. What do you mean? I'm like, it's not that serious. Like, who cares? It's like, no, that's ridiculous. Are you going to, like, say something? I'm like, no. I'm not going to respond to this. I'm not going to say anything to anybody about it. If they do it, they do it. They'll never do it. Believe me, I know. But... And it's not like it's going to tarnish your legacy any if they do if they do it with replacements. Tarn it, tarnish my legacy. <laughs> oh no! What will I do? Can you mention? Like, can you mention who the band is? Or no? Would that be too close? It's killer, killer me, kill you. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you were the yeah. only. You were always only the, the only singer for that band, right? Not necessarily true. No. Oh really? So there was a band that existed before I joined. And I replaced a guy, but they didn't have a name. They definitely weren't called Killer Me, Killer You. That was a name that I brought to the table. So, gotcha. I guess you could say, sure, I wasn't the original singer, but I'm the original singer of Killer Me, Killer You. Yes. Right. But of the original collection of people who got this thing rolling, no. Okay. So, this is a question not to, I'm, I'm hoping I don't offend you. But please, please offend me. Does Killer Me Killer You, does it matter who does the vocals for that band? For a re, like a reunion type of deal like this? I don't know. How many people do you want watching you? What does that mean? I say that to the guys who would be on stage without me. How many people do you want watching you? Do you want all the people or none of the people? <laughs> Make okay. that decision. Okay. So, but what you're saying is like, the people that are coming to watch that is because they are old fans of Killer Me, Killer You. Is that what you're saying? That's you, why That's you, why the people would come and they're not going to come if you're not the lead singer? I didn't say that. And I'm not, I'm not saying you're saying that in like an overconfident way or anything like that. I'm just saying... I'm very confident in saying that <laughs> if they don't know, 
that I'm not going to be the singer and they show up and they see that I'm not the singer, they'll be upset. Oh, okay. I'm confident in saying that. Yes. Okay. I gotcha. I haven't heard anything about this since. <clears throat> I don't think it's going to happen. I think it was just sort of people talking and are there were there internet were chatter. there any uh, other notable bands that you seen they wanted to pull or do you, did you see anything like that? Yeah, I mean it would have been a lot of here's the thing too. Killer Me Killer You was not an STL punk band. So it didn't that within itself didn't make sense for this person to be like, "Hey, we'll do it." We were never an STL punk band. Okay, so you're saying STL punk band is in that um, that website. We the were website. Never on okay, that website. Okay, okay, okay. I, I we was. I, I, I thought you were saying that "Killer Me, Killer You" is a different genre of music. No, no, no. I see what we you're were saying now. We were never on that website. Oh, okay, we I were gotcha. never involved. I gotcha. We might have been mentioned once at the very, very tail end of STL Punk. We were a MySpace band. Right. Yeah. So that. So again, for that person to be like, "Yeah, we'll do it," like no one cares, dude. No, none of the STL Punk crowd even knows who we are. Right. Because we weren't an STL Punk band. Now, the band I was in before, that would have made sense, but none of those dudes I don't I don't think any of those dudes have picked up an instrument in twenty years. Right. So uh God, it has been that long. Fuck me. Um no, it hasn't been that long. Fifteen years. Fifteen years. But since which band? Yeah, so it was fifteen years since which band? Yeah. Fifteen what we what year is it? Two thousand twenty three, yeah. Monster would have been like when when did you when did you stop singing for Monster? Twenty nineteen. So it's only been four years. Okay. Yeah, twenty nineteen. I was I was with that band from twenty fourteen to twenty nineteen. Killer Me, Killer You, like twenty two thousand nine to two thousand thirteen. And then the band before that, 2004-ish to 2009-ish. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. It doesn't matter. So my whole, my, my whole point was, uh, I think we got started on that because we were talking about Fat Mike. Yeah. So my whole thing right. is just like, be normal. Be normal. It, it, it also reminded, I told you the, the Shaman's Harvest story, right? Uh, the only one I know is about. Not the... the one where we play with them. Well, we did play with them, but it was at a, it was at a block party. And these two kids wanted to meet the singer. Uh-huh. Did I tell you that story? No. So again, like, these two kids approached me and two of the other members of Monsters, and they were like, hey, you guys are really awesome. Will you sign this? We sign it. And they're like, Hey, do you know Shaman's Harvest? And we're like, not really. I mean, we know, we know them, but don't know them, know them. Right. Right. That whole thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, one of the kids was like, Hey, if you see the singer, will you tell him, could you send him over here? We'd really love to get a signature on. I'm like, shy, maybe. And in my brain, I'm going, fuck no, dude. I don't want to talk to that guy. I'm certainly not going to tell him. But so, I see him, he's like standing next to me and those kids, and this is like 20 minutes later, these kids see me standing next to him and they start screaming at me. Now at this point they know my name because they've met me, I've signed something, it's like, they start screaming my name and being like, hey, send him over. I'm like, fuck. And the guy looks at me and 
It's like, uh, look over at them and they're screaming and hollering. They're like doing this. And I just like, Hey, those kids really want to meet you, man. I don't know if you want to go over there or not. I certainly didn't tell them that you would, but they said that to me. He's like, well, why'd you tell? I'm like, I didn't tell him. He didn't tell him anything. He's sort of like, and I was like, I didn't tell him anything. I just, they told me that they want to meet you. It's like, all right. And, like, and I'm like, what? Did, so why did, is it my fault? Did he go? Did he yeah. go meet them? He did? Yeah. I was like, why is it my fault that you have fans, fucker? Right. If you're, <laughs> if, you're if you're lucky enough to be in a band and tour and have fans... And you're going to be shitty about it when your fans want to meet you? Yeah. I wish I hadn't said who it was, but fuck them. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fans piss me off too many times. Yeah, I, again, I just say be normal. Like, again, I, I, we've, we've talked about this so many times where I've been like, I'm sure I've pissed somebody off, and I know I have, but it's it's not it's not because I wanted to or because I thought I was better than anyone. You know, it was it was – for the most part, an, an anxiety-driven thing that I have to deal with on a daily basis. Not just in like, oh, I'm in a band and i got to be around people, but just in my daily life as, as a dude, you know? It's something I deal with. I've been dealing with it since I was a fucking small child. And my fucking, my oldest son is dealing with it too. Like, I can tell he is me. It sucks. Like, I yeah. feel bad for the kid because I know what's ahead. I yeah. know what he's going to be dealing with in five years. You know, um, maybe it'll change, but I, I can see, I can see him being the way that I remember being, Right. you know? Yeah. Now, does he feel the same way? Maybe not. It's an internalized thing that you have to kind of, uh, break yourself of. But I, I know I just see him reacting to situations and people the same way that I did. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, this kid is fucked. This is not good, but I go back to like, well, you know, one of the previous conversations we had about, you know, we were talking about bullying and shit. And I like, I don't know that I ever would have been able to break free of some of that anxiety and shit that I was dealing with without that, without the bullying, without the like, forced, the weird like the shit forced, that I had to go through. Forced confrontation that you didn't, like you had yeah, to learn man, how to deal I, with kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. No, maybe I would have been fine, but so we'll see what happens to him. I don't, I don't know. I right now I feel bad for him. But yeah. If he was my wife, he'd be like punching people in the face <laughs> on the street, like he'd just be partying. But that's not, unfortunately, that's not me. But um, all right. No. Well, let's talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So, like, obviously, you've seen who the inductees were this year. Yep. What? Are you, give me your thoughts. Didn't we already talk about this? We talked about the. We end- talked about the the nominees, but they oh, the actually, nominees. Okay, okay, okay. They actually have inductees now. Yeah, go ahead and bring up the list for me. Sure. So this year we got Kate Bush, which I don't really understand. But we, we expected it though. Why did we expect? Why? Because of Stranger Things. Pretty much, yeah. The literally the only reason why she got nominated this year. Okay. <laughs> you think that's it? Well, didn't we discover that Kate Bush has many other hits that we didn't know about? Uh, yeah, but I mean, don't you think it's ironic that it happened the year that that song blew up again because of Stranger Things? 
Well, no, I who, don't think that's ironic. Who would have been who would have been thinking about Kate Bush if it wasn't for that for Stranger Things? No one. I mean, obviously, but people from that era of, you know, that era of pop music remember her. But yeah, yeah, you know, I I certainly. So her next biggest song, I guess, just from looking at views, would be Babushka. You know what that is? Nope. Well, look, if you're going to be in my Rock and Roll <laughs> Hall of Fame, and yes, I'm calling it my Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, we're going to watch it. So Okay. Let's see what it's all about. Kate Bush. My God. Have you ever heard this before? No. Get forward. Just like his wife, but how she was before the tears. Permission to turn this off, please. Please. This is that was awful. I've never heard that before. Alright, so the other one would be Withering Heights. No way. How is this possible? No way. Okay. Um, so, as I said, they literally only put her in for running up that hill because of Stranger Things. That's it. Well, because it's obviously one of the biggest songs of the last, like, ten years. Right? Right, but is that enough to put you into the Hall of Fame? Should it be? No. No. And I don't know that, but what I'm saying is, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) That's astonishing to me. I had, yeah, I don't know. So, besides her, yeah, I, so again... I think my biggest thing is like this might as well just be called the music hall of fame yeah. because they, you know, this year, a lot of pop artists, you know, get in Kate Bush, Cheryl Crow. Now look, I know Cheryl Crow started as like an alternative artist, but uh, pop, come on. She's a pop artist, right? Mm-hmm. Fair. Mm-hmm. George Michael, Missy Elliott. You know what? Missy Elliott's the first female rapper to get in, which I find Ooh, how you gonna put her in before Queen Latifah and MC right. Light? But right, Oof. Willie Nelson <clears throat> on his first nomination gets in. Which, by the way, why is it his first? That's crazy. That's true. Rage and and Rage has been nominated five times. Like I read that it's their fifth time. Why didn't you just let him in the first time? They like what what what's special about this time? Yeah, you'd have to see who. I was be- really you'd hoping they would be like. Out. Yeah, but I was really hoping they'd be like, nah, we don't care. They're like, we're so grateful. Thank you. Like, ah. Yeah, but they did it in a way where they still made like the statement of this is what we did. You know what I mean? Like they gave all these different examples of what they did along the way. Yeah, which I thought was kind of lame. Well, but I'm saying they're, they're, we know that's them making, that's making the statement. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's it's braggadocious. It's like, hey, we did this. I mean, do something. Else. Yeah, I get it. It's fine. <laughs> do something else. <laughs> yeah, do something new. <laughs> Surprise us. And the spinners. 
So here's the thing about the spinners. Do you know who that is? No, I immediately thought of spin doctors. That definitely not the same thing. <laughs> definitely not. So they had the song "Working My Way Back to You." You know what I'm talking about? Maybe. Yeah, you'll know it as soon as you hear it. There you go. Skip ahead. You know the song, though. What's up? What'd you say? You know that one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, good, good, good. Here's my thing about this. Just let all the Motown bands in. <laughs> it, would, it would be hard. Okay, well, give, give me your reasoning why. Because it's clearly an influential era of music and sound and just like in, in the history of music, the Motown generation of bands and the bands that they inspired have been completely uh they sort of have like a complete they own a time period in music right yeah so just put them all in just put mo like if you were a motown artist motown's in and then just a list of bands right like don't make the spinners wait until 2023 right right yeah i don't know i'm not opposing them being in by by the way i think it's it makes sense. Yeah. I'm saying put them all in, all the Motown. I think obviously the biggest controversy from this this year is Iron Maiden once again not getting in, which I think is to put Kate Bush in. Right. Over Iron Maiden is just. Have you heard anyone arguing for Kate Bush being in, like really giving a real reason? Like, yeah, she's got this song and this record and this and that and like. No. Has anyone ever done that? Like, have you heard anyone do that? Because I don't know anyone that knows that I, much about Kate. Like, I, I, I could I, name several people that'd be like Pat Benatar, and they could name you B sides from records, and they could name <laughs> you live records, and they, yeah. and, you know, uh, Stevie Nicks. They could do that, but like Kate Bush, like I don't know anyone that does that. Right, and I think it, I think everybody's just chalking it up to they know why. Well, that's upsetting. <laughs> but good for her. Is she still alive? I don't know. Let's see. Um, yeah, she's 64. Why is running hill? Why is running up that hill so popular? It was Kate Bush's 37-year-old techno pop dance hit from her 1985 release Hounds of Love. The track found renewed attention as it was featured in the fourth season of Stranger Things. As a result, once again hit music charts around the world. I wonder how big that but album was at the time. Yeah, but she doesn't have another big hit though. That's like my point. Like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Kate Bush. All right, so so, so so go go over everyone that was inducted. So we had Rage, we had Kate Bush, we had Missy Elliott. So we had Rage, Willie Nelson, Missy Elliott, Cheryl Crow, Willie Nelson, George Michael, The Spinners. Uh, what do you think about George I Michael? Think some of the, it doesn't make sense. Again, like I said, it's, it's kind of. Pop heavy. Uh, could he be in? Sure, but I don't know. Over Iron Maiden? Right. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. What? Like, 
Iron Man is one of the most influential and important. But that's the thing. It's like, does metal get shit on by these higher institutions of music, such as the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Grammys, you know, things like that? Because if they if it did if it didn't, wouldn't Iron Man be a no no brainer? Like we're gonna put them in. I mean, I would think so. And I hate to say this, like I'm a bigger Rage fan than Iron Maiden fan, but Iron Maiden probably deserves to be in just as much, if not more, than Rage. Because of their influence? Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, maybe not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like we said, we've talked about it so much, like, it should just be the Music Hall of Fame. Is it really that important? No. I was really hoping that Rage would kind of do something a little bit more than being like, we're so grateful. Thank you so much. Like, I really wanted them to make some sort of statement, but maybe that's what I'm... T- Maybe that goes back to the whole no effects Fat Mike thing. Was like, have you not grown out of that yet? Good for you for being adults. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know what what kind of extravagant thing you would wanted you would wanted them to do. Their name is Rage Against the Machine. So, in other words, they should have said nah, and that would have been a better statement. Or than been like, yes, it? we'll be there, but here are our stipulations. That would have been cool. What kind of stipulations? Give me some. I don't know. Use your imagination. <laughs> we want to. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, just something. I mean, you, you know, they've all these years they've talked about all this shit, and you thought they would have brought something to the t- and maybe they will for the night of because that's not until November. So maybe they will. Yeah. Maybe they'll surprise us. I mean, they did that on SNL. A lot of people were surprised that they booked Saturday Night Live, and then when they did it, they did the whole upside down flag th- flag thing, and they got banned. And you know, yeah, decent. Love to see more this time. I I, I don't know. I, I I feel like Rage is. I don't know. I, do Do you feel like the music that they that they're putting that they put out in the past stays relevant when they sing it today? Or do you think if you're listening to um, it, you have to be thinking about the time when they put this music out? I think what, well, look, I think what's remained relevant to me is the songwriting. For sure. And, uh, meaning what? And, uh, well, I think like those are great. Like their self titled record and Evil Empire, those are great songs. Those, those songs are never going to be duplicated by anyone. I don't care how heavy you are, how, original you are how in tune you are with like sort of uh the style of guitar playing that tom morell has like those you're never going to be able to duplicate that but for me as a fan and a listener i sort of felt like that's where it kind of stopped um and i felt like they kind of they kind of reimagined a lot of those songs and those riffs on the later on the you know, like Battle of Los Angeles, and then when Audio Slave came around, like I didn't, f- I didn't get into Audio Slave. Right. 
I felt like it was a generic sort of B-side version of Rage Against the Machine with Chris Cornell singing. I didn't really like it. I know that sounds crazy. Uh, same thing with Street Sweeper Social Club that Tom Morello was in. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it was fine, but it just, it's not rage. Right. And it's a lot of the same, like, types of riffs and uh, song structure just without rage, you know? Right. So I think that the the songwriting in the earlier stuff still stands the test of time. Um, do the vocals? Sure. Does the guitar playing? Sure. But like, as far as like this aggressive sort of like rebellious thing, no, I don't think so. Not anymore. But maybe a kid hears that. I mean, you know, well, look, I, I mean, I think a kid could hear the song Tire Me and have their brains blown in by it. You know, maybe. Well, is, is there anybody, I mean, I mean, you still have bands that are singing about politics and stuff, but is there any, they're kind of doing the rage thing, like the rebellious kind of fight the machine kind of music? I don't think there really is, right? Oh, uh, there are plenty of bands that are doing it. I mean, I don't pay attention to any of them, though. Yeah. I know, like, I mean, there are several punk bands, you know, that still to this day do that. And I, but here's the thing, dude, I don't care about the politics necessarily. I know you're a big lyric guy and I believe me, rage had some controversial songs with controversial lyrics. As far as what actually are they talking about? I didn't really care about it for that as much as I did the songs and the songwriting and, and just the, the, the feeling that it gave me, um, I know that's crazy when you're talking about a band that's so well known for their the substance that they bring with the the politics and the you know, but it's not what I care about. Hmm. I'm an outlier, probably. I'll I say mean, yeah, you're definitely you're definitely in the minority. <laughs> yeah, and that's fine. I like good songs, man. Yeah, like I just uh, you know the song "Bulls on Parade" for many many years. I didn't care to know what it was about. I didn't care to know what the lyrics meant. I just know that that song fucking ruled. It yeah. rocked. I wanted to learn it. I wanted to play it. You know, like I didn't care. Um, but then I knew, I knew people and band guys. I knew band guys that loved the message. And they're like, we gotta, we gotta recreate this idea. We gotta, we gotta be this type of band. Yeah, it's not me. I just want to party. <laughs> song makes me party even though they might they're not talking about partying obviously sounds pretty serious but i want to rage to it no pun intended who else is who else is on that what with ray or or, isn't there a wait hang on rage is touring right now right uh they had to cancel the tour i thought because of something that happened to zach the singer Oh, okay. Did you see, this is totally random, but did you see that uh, they came out and said that Jamie Foxx had a brain aneurysm? That was random. Uh, I No, I did not. No. Is he okay? Apparently. They said he's on his way to recovery. I don't know what that means yeah. for sure, but. Uh, also totally random. You're a Pete Davidson fan, right? Ish. 
you see the new show or movie he hit uh, it's him and Joe Pesci and someone else I think I might have seen a trailer for it so like here's here's the problem I have like it even says like in the the little like poster thing I saw like a semi autobiographical tale it's like can this dude make a movie that's not about him <laughs> is he capable of playing anything else other than himself I mean, that's got to be the easiest route to go, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got anything else before we get out of here? Uh, you said you want to talk about Dave. Do you want to get into that? Or is that going to be a long conversation? Have you watched any of it yet? I watched the first two episodes today. I haven't seen the oh, newest one. Let me get... You need to catch up to me. Okay. So catch up to me. Okay. So I think it's five episodes. Then we'll talk about it. Oh, there's five, been five out now? I think so. I think so. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think the last one we watched two days ago was episode five. And this is the one that I really want you to see. Okay. Because the show finally kind of gets funny and dark and not so much like about relationships and like, ugh. If I'm being, like, if, like, if I'm being honest, I'm not like extremely invested after these first two episodes of the season. Yeah, it's not. You shouldn't be. It's, it's weird. Not great. Yeah. Yep, let's save the Dave talk uh, once you've caught up with me. Because this last episode will make you go, all right, I'm glad I stuck this out. I think anyway. Like I had legitimately had five or six laugh out loud sort of like look at my wife like, ha, that was funny. Like that, that, you know, when you're like in a room with somebody and you're laughing like, let me make sure everybody else is laughing. That type of thing. Yeah. Like, or am I just a weirdo? And I don't care to be the weirdo in my house. Believe me, I laugh at inappropriate shit. Yeah. And she reminds me all the time. She's like, you're fucking crazy. Like, I get it. But it's funny. So I will let you catch up and then we'll we'll address it. I was kind of like that with uh, Blackbird too. Like there were some moments in that show where like it was something dark, but it made, I was like laughing out loud funny. Yeah, there were a couple of moments. But, but it was, it's more, show. it's more about the delivery because he's so yeah. good in that role than it is what he's actually talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fucking great show. That was a great show, man. That was a good show. I wish it actually... Well, maybe it's good that it didn't last longer. Maybe it's good that it was like a mini series, not like a full, you know, 12 episodes. Because it's like, how long can you really carry that on? You know what I mean? Yeah, that was a, maybe a two-season show at best. But I, I think by the... About halfway through the second yeah. season, you'd be like, uh, now we're just dragging yeah. this out. Yeah, I think so. So it's very good, though. Yeah. Oh, I didn't tell you. I watched a few episodes of Working Moms. Oh, did you now? <laughs> yeah. You hated every second too, didn't you? <laughs> didn't really dig it, no. Yeah. But I, I I muscled through like two or three episodes. I just every every like two minutes, my wife would be like, Shut up. I'm like, I right, fine, I'm not gonna say anything. Two minutes later, shut up. What did, like, what, right, did fine. what did she think? She likes it. Does she? She likes it, yeah. Yeah, of course she's a mom. Yeah, good point. I mean, the the one scene where the she's, uh, you know, uh, pumping in the car, breast pumping in the car, while her kids in the back being like, "I'll get you your food as soon as I can." Like that whole thing. Yeah. Like any mom, right? Who's had to go through that will relate to that and laugh at it. You know. Yeah. Because they've likely been in a similar situation. So like, I get it, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
it has its moments. It's not terrible, but I, it's not, yeah, whatever. Anyway, let's get out of here. <laughs>